Hey, Alex here again with something new. I got an email from somebody the other day who watched the video of me with the detective and had a whole bunch of questions about their own legal situation. The video that follows is our conversation discussing his situation and discussing the options that are available to him. His situation also involves potential police misconduct with officers in his area. I thought the conversation was good and I hope that recording it and posting it up would help other people who might find themselves in other similar situations. As I'm sure some of you are screaming, I am not a lawyer. I can assure you, I told him the same. I agreed to do this because I know what it's like to have a, a large government entity like a law enforcement agency coming down on you and making you feel like you're taking crazy pills. And I can empathize with that situation. It's a scary place to be. And just having somebody to sound your own ideas off can be helpful with kind of going through the process. I'll go ahead and read the email and then I'll cut to the discussion. I was just watching a video of you discussing your ordeal and it's incredibly similar to the ordeal that's consumed me since my traffic stop in September. He claimed to suspect me of DUI because my tires touched the painted lines on the road multiple times. I did a field sobriety test and blew a .04. He was pissed that it didn't get a DUI charge that he was hoping for, so he decided to be a prick and charge me with first degree misdemeanor reckless driving. I've caught a trooper lying under oath multiple times in the district court hearing and also caught him tampering with evidence. On top of this, he called my employer to get my employer to pressure me into using the link for internal affairs rather than con contacting the attorney general. I now realize that he was doing this because the VA state police use a loose interpretation of the statute which allows them to deem all findings of internal investigations a personal matter and therefore not subject to a FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act. All they're required to do is tell me that they launched an investigation and notify me when they've finished. I was unable to afford the $750 to $1,000 I was quoted for hiring an attorney in the district court hearing and I opted to represent myself. I was able to get the judge to reduce the charge to improper driving, which is a fairly minor traffic infraction, a $150 fine. I immediately filed an appeal and my hearing for the appeal is February 20th. I given the state police and DA countless opportunities to drop the charge, but they've refused and made sure that gathering evidence is difficult as they can make it. I now have the copy of the entire dash cam video for his cruiser and have documented everything. And I wanted to reach out and see if you'd be willing to check out the evidence and details of my case and if you have any suggestions so I should go about handling this. Without further ado, here's the conversation between me, Matt, who sent me the email, and Jeremy, a friend I asked to come on and help advise on the situation. All right, let me start this. I'm going to start, just FYI, I'm going to start recording. So, you yes. know, I, legally, I have to tell you that. I've learned that much in all my recordings with police officers <laughs> and stuff. Is that I, have to, I have to tell people that shit. So, the basic facts are, he stopped you in September. Um... I looked at it with Jeremy. I think that he probably had valid probable cause Absolutely. Yeah, for, for pulling you over, right? I mean, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna rewatch the video here just to make Absolutely sure. It's a valid stop, 100%. Yeah, your your tires definitely touched uh, a handful of times, and then uh, you weren't you weren't drunk. You uh, had whatever, but you were well below legal limit. Uh, he charged you with reckless, which seems yeah. crazy, but whatever yeah. makes sense that they would just kind of throw something at you, and then they dropped it to improper driving. Um, right. which again, discussing with Jeremy seems like probably a thing they can do thing seems legally yeah. within, within the realm. Yeah. 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 Um, and then now you filed an appeal on February yeah. for February 20th. So just to confirm it's, it's the Virginia state police that stopped Correct. you. Yeah, okay. State trooper. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was what I kind of gathered. Um, what kind of car was he in that? Was that a marked car? It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a regular cruiser. I didn't, I didn't notice anything. Is the recording... So th the only video that you have okay. of this is is a CD that they provided you? Is that... 
Yeah, that was a, there's a story that goes along with that as well. But yeah, it's the it's the CD they gave me. Okay, um, and I assume that came from a FOIA request or some form. Uh they were they were uh, surprisingly uh, forthcoming with that. So I just asked. Yeah, that's um, that's part of MO. That's just part of regular discovery. That's just part yeah. of the MO trial process. Okay. Some have said that, and, and like a lot of the, so I've met with a ton of attorneys, just like as a, um, just to get, what do they call it? The, uh, they listen to you and and hear like what you have to say, and then give you their opinion and tell you what the cost will be. What is the word? Sure. The word? Yeah, um, and they advise you or whatever. They give you yeah, like a, like some a, of them were saying that like, where, how did you get that? Like, it, normally they don't they don't do that here. Like, how did how did that happen? And so some were surprised, and actually most were surprised. Ninety percent of them were really caught off guard that i was able to get it do you have like the actual ticket and stuff i do yeah you want that uh um yeah i don't know if you've got it in digital format or whatever i was um i can yeah i can send it to you i'm more curious what they what it says like what the writing is and stuff on the actual ticket so there's not much and that's one thing that has surprised me um so when i when i asked for it um when it's all contacted actually should i just go through like the spiel Sure. Um, so originally it happened, and I, I had been with my supervisor that night. I was on the way back from uh, just watching a football game and get pulled. She's surprised that it happened as well. So then I called the flight chief, uh, like before I left the scene. So hey, just want to give you the heads up. Um, this happened. I just went through it. He said, okay, uh, write everything down while it's fresh, and, and we'll talk about it on Monday. Um, so then uh, I get to work Monday. He called security forces. Security forces like military police. Um, he, so he wanted to corroborate my story just to make sure I wasn't bullshitting him. And so then security forces, the investigations office there, calls the officer to uh, just get the details. And so um, they did that. He gave me, so I still have the email. He said I touched the line. Yellow line four times, white line three times, uh, stop for suspicion of the UI. Just like a rundown, says I blew a point zero five five. Um, so I start asking around, like I start looking for an attorney because everyone on base, I met with the JAG, met with the ADC, met with the uh, security forces, civilian liaison, and everything like, well, it should probably be dropped, but it's a serious charge, so uh, you, should, you should hire an attorney. Um, so I start asking around. And when I asked around, I, asked, I realized that it's going to be seven hundred fifty to a thousand dollars to hire an attorney because it's a misdemeanor charge, and so that I guess the cost of an attorney matches like the possible outcome, at least in this area. Um, um, can I hop in here real quick? You're um, asking so, about public defender, right? Yeah, because I'm because uh, I know that the, I'm because uh, this was all in uh, Virginia, right? Can you hear me, Matt? Oh, I think we lost Matt. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. Oh, we lost him. That's yep, fine. we did. We'll get him back. Um, uh, oh, there we go. Can you hear me now? Oh, all right. Yep, got you back. All right. Okay. Where was that? Um, when, when it- uh, Jeremy was going to ask you about a public defender. Yeah. Um. Because uh, this was all in Virginia, right? Correct. Yeah. So I'm. Because uh, I know I'm. Uh, on most states, and I'm. And I know that Virginia is one of those. Um. The um. Uh, public defender statute. If there's any risk of incarceration, <laughs> um, you're entitled to um. Uh, um to counsel and that can include a, um, a public defender. So why weren't you able to get yeah. one of those? Um, I, I honestly didn't go down that route. Um, I, I, it's not something I went into. 
Um, I just started meeting with attorneys here. Um, I guess I didn't know that was an option. Did the, did the court never, the court never offered you one? Like nobody at court discussed it with no. you? No. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I guess they're not, I mean, they're, Jeremy, they're probably not legally required to tell right. him that. Right? I mean, it's, it certainly seems like, I mean, I've never heard of, um, uh, I mean, it's part of your Miranda rights. I mean, um, uh, yeah, well, it wasn't well, I mean, but yeah, that's, yeah, because it's a, yeah, because it's one of those things where it's a, because all misdemeanors are technically arrestable offenses. Right. And so you should have. So Virginia's weird. The, 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 no one else that I've found does reckless driving in the same way they do. Like um, where's the first uh, no. misdemeanor? <laughs> um, uh, no, almost um, uh, a lot of states do. Um, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Right. Right. So where, where was I at that point? Um, oh, so, that, so they contact the security forces. They wanted to get the, uh, the gist to corroborate my story. They sent this. Um, so I started asking around for attorneys. The first attorney I met with, I handed him the summons instead of reckless driving. And as, as I handed it to him, he said, oh, Trooper Street, I, uh, I could have told you that before you handed me this. And he said, uh, so it was in a county about an hour and a half away. And he said, so you're not going to want to pay my travel costs, but I'm sure you're not going to have a problem finding an attorney in Gloucester County that's going to want to stick it to that asshole. Was his words. Hmm. Um, that wasn't as, as easy as he made it sound. And again, this is my first like serious uh, brush up with the law, and so I'm learning as I'm going. Um, well, I met with some attorneys in Gloucester County, and the impression I got is small county. It, the, the security forces civilian liaison said, uh, yeah, uh, this should be dropped, but when you go across that bridge, going back 100 years, so prepared for anything. Awesome. So is uh, it just, you? Say, so is it kind of like a small county thing where this is like yeah. a single yeah. trooper that probably spends a lot of time in this county Absolutely. and catches yeah. a lot of people and like it's yeah. it's almost like a, a revenue it's building a thing? Maker for Got it. Okay. And then an attorney, so no attorney is going to go after the officer because they're killing their business. It's stupid. It, like as, as a business decision, that's stupid. You, you need that officer to, to cut deals for future clients. And so you won't go but so far because you're, you're fucking yourself if you if you piss him off. You know what I mean? So they're like, we'll try to get it reduced, but we're not going after him. And, um, and yeah, that's as far as we'll take it. Interesting. So um, did you go to court in the in his county area right yeah. okay that uh, makes sense oh so so before that i i uh so I, I emailed the da after hearing how expensive the attorneys were and i said hey i've, I've been told you have the power to to drop a case due to insufficient evidence uh, after finding out how much uh attorneys cost I figured it would be at least worth asking before doing that if you'd be willing to drop it they wrote back and said, uh, we don't handle reckless driving cases. We just do the serious, like, murder. Criminal drugs, stuff. Sure. Stuff like that, yeah. Well, it, in Virginia, this is a criminal charge. It's crazy to me. Um, but they don't do this one. And so they said, you'd have to contact the, uh, the, the police for that. So I sent an email, uh, just basically copied and pasted the same thing to the state police headquarters. They wrote back with this link. And I said, we take, it's like a mail merge. We take every, uh, all complaints seriously. Here's the link for filing a complaint. So I write back and said, I've been advised to wait, to hold off until after the hearing to file a complaint. You're just handing them your defense if, if you do it before. And, uh, but could you point me in the right direction to get the video, uh, full police report, all that? That's why I went into this field. I'm getting to the point where the, uh, the, report, the documentation gets relevant. Um, 
So they said you're going to have to contact the area unit for this. Um, and I had a surgery coming up a few days later. I I'll, I'll, didn't respond. I'll deal with that later. So a few days after surgery, I get a text from my flight chief. He said, hey, this is just coming down. Oh, lost him again. Yep, lost him again. Yeah, I was trying to look up the reckless piece. Um, yep. I was trying to look that up. Uh, I mean, I think that he probably made some mistakes because he didn't understand what he should be doing. I think that that's kind of yeah. what it's going to end up being. Yeah, I think I, I have to agree with you there because it's like, because I don't think there's a single state that doesn't treat reckless as a, I'm a criminal offense. Still with me? Yeah, got, got you back. Um, there was no drop. You were, uh, your, they had just texted your uh, flight chief. <laughs> so my flight chief texted me, said, uh, a complaint has been filed with the base. It's just coming on the shoot. I have to brief you. So this is them, like, filing a complaint against you? That's or? what I was told originally. And so they said that a complaint has been filed with the base from someone with the police uh, saying that your complaints bordered on harassment. And so I was given a direct order, do not contact anyone you've contacted already. Now, at this point, I've heard how expensive attorneys are. I'm thinking, well, I can represent myself. And so I'm trying to gather evidence, which is why I emailed them for the video. If I was going to not contact people I have already contacted, that means I can't gather evidence. That's like you're you're not allowed to call them, which is crazy. <laughs> so I went to base and I sh I showed them every email. Like, look, this is everything. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, and so my commander, all the leadership agreed. Yeah, that that's absurd. You can contact who you want. But I'm leaving base. I was like, that just sounds odd. Like, there's something weird about that. And so I went up to the security forces office and I'd already talked to that civilian liaison. So I went back to him and I said, Hey, I just want to check just what is this complaint about? Uh, what, what are they saying I did? What am I not supposed to do? Uh, and he said, uh, he is the person, he said, I'm the one that takes those complaints. I don't know anybody else on base that would take that complaint. That's my job. I know nothing of what you're talking about. This is weird. You should probably contact the attorney general. So, had to do digging. Like so hold on, hold on. Just to clarify, you got it. You got a um. You, and the person who initially told you about it was your your boss ish. So this is my flight chief. So that's like, um, middle management. Okay, and and he said he got a concern that you were harassing from the police without a name or anything specifically. Right. Okay. No, that, originally, yeah, that was he didn't really know anything. He just got so the commander or. Uh, what they call first sergeant like that's the the squadron uh that, that's a position that takes care of like personnel issues shit like that so his uh, boss came down on him and said that his right. his boss told him that there was a complaint about you from the police right without any yeah. specifics yep okay so here's the uh, actually here's the here's the exact thing hope things are well i have a brief i have to brief you on the following report slash emails that you have sent to multiple agencies slash individuals within the police department have come to my attention and are being reported to the base as borderline harassment I read one of these responses where you were given an official complaint process and you need to follow that process properly. I have been briefed to tell you you are not to contact the previously contacted agencies slash individuals and allow your lawyer to summon documents for your defense. If you have any questions, I can respond, but the effort is to prevent any additional disruption from taking place. You are a representation of the Air Force and held to a higher standard as such. I know you are aware of that. I would offer an argument that you were defending yourself initially, but if the agency is contacting the base, then your actions need to stop and you need to follow the proper complaint process. Regardless of this, if you do need anything, don't hesitate to ask. 
So uh, <laughs> oh, being in the military, man, being under yep. somebody else's boot. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, dude. Luckily, I get along with them and sure, dude. And so I went and I just explained all of it. And they said, yeah, that's ridiculous. Do what you need to do. Um, so then I checked with the, the guy at security forces who says, this is insane. That's not how that happens. So at that time, I'm thinking, okay, there is a, a process. There's a pipeline for how to file a complaint against a military person, which would have been going through this guy. And at that time, I'm thinking, okay, it's the person from the state police was pissed that I didn't follow the proper channel to file a complaint against him. And so he chose to file a complaint against me without using the proper channel. Just, just to go to the beginning, can you, why did you, I assume the cop asked you why you were hitting the lines. What was the uh, reason that you gave him? I was lost. Okay. You were like checking your phone, watching, like looking for maps or something, trying to figure out where the hell you were going or whatever. Oh, just lost him again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would fucking make me so angry if somebody was going around to my fucking like job to fucking complain yeah. about me. Um, yeah, that, I've never heard of anything like that happening. But it's but like small, small town, right? Like small town, small place, like people who. Yeah, if someone someone knew somebody, fucking that sounds like. Well, and again, oh, you're fucking, and he starts he starts uh you know sniffing up trying to figure out like, hey man, like I feel like I was wronged here. Where do like just trying to figure it out, trying to use props. All right, all right, just no, <laughs> um. So you were, yeah, so you were like, that's what you told the cop, right? You, whatever yeah. you told the cop, you said you were just lost trying to figure out where you were. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I noticed, and this is just curious, did you ask anybody? He was on a personal cell phone. Well, I know, yeah, I looked into that. It's it, he. You can be on the phone uh, if you're over 18, apparently. Is that is that true for everybody, not just law enforcement? Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's everyone, yeah. That was one thing I did look into. Because yeah, I, I was like, dude, this guy's like talking on the phone, yeah. like breaking yeah. the law, he's calling as Brazen as you can get. Uh, and, it, and, it's, and it's clearly like an iPhone logo on the back, so you know it's not an official uh, piece of hardware. Um, so so that's the audio they cut out. Sure. Uh, yeah, he's probably talking to his girlfriend or, or a side girl or whatever. He's... But that's is, is that not tampering with evidence? No. No? Really? No, it's, it's legal. It's perfectly legal to do that. Do you know the rationale behind that? Um, just simple fact of the matter is that if you're discussing a separate case, um, you can't have that being placed into evidence in other cases. Or the fact that he was just just the fact that he's like so he's, like a FISA warrant. You're getting other things you have to redact the things that have nothing to do with the case. Well, I mean, but, but I mean, it's also possible that he just didn't have his mic on either. I asked that. They said, no, the audio should be there if it's taken out. If, if the audio is not there, that was taken out. Is what yeah, I, in, in, in that, and that's liable under law to redact audio. I mean, that's common in, in any um, uh, um, in any traffic case. It doesn't seem unreasonable yeah. if he's, like, talking to his wife or something to, like, retract that, I guess. Um, My thought was that, it, like... He was like, was on his like, well, I'm about to get this fucker. Yeah, I mean, like, he's probably, I mean, he might be like bitching about it. Like, God, this fucking asshole. I can't wait till yeah. he fucking pulls us again. I can't yeah. wait to fucking, I'm going to beat his ass. I hope he's got a gun or something like, but it wouldn't matter. Um, I mean, well, I mean, his... well, if you felt, if you were willing to risk tampering with evidence to do it, then it must have been important. But if you're saying that it's, it's not tampering with evidence to do that, then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, uh, cause I, I worked a drug case a few years ago where I'm, uh, um, about 30, 40% of all the audio could have been completely redacted and it's perfectly legal. That makes sense. Yeah. And that was a federal case, so. Okay. Um, uh, did you ever 
try to investigate who came yeah. down, who gave the message to your higher-ups, like specific names yeah. of people? It was the officer that, that pulled me. Okay, so did he, why, how did he get his information? Do they know each other some way, or? So the, that's, uh, that was my first question. So when they called, so when my flight chief uh, was trying to get the information on the case, he contacted investigations at security forces, and then they went and got the details. And so then this officer who pulled me found out I was trying to get the video. And um, once he caught wind of that, so they, they ended up sending him the emails where I was asking for the video and that I was going to file a complaint with the attorney general. He got scared. And so he wanted to make sure I'm not going elsewhere. And the, the people at investigations were extremely jumpy the entire conversation I had with them. I said, look, I'm not coming after you. I'm just trying to figure out who called you. What were they saying? And they said, yeah, they, they wanted us to get you to, to uh, the guy that pulled you is the one they called. He wanted us to get you to use that link. Mm. Um, and so that makes sense because if you use that link, then now we're getting into that territory of they don't have to tell you anything. General, then they could do something. I, I read into that a little bit. The whole concept where they, um, the fact that if it's an internal investigation, it, it, it's uh, all behind doors. I don't know if that's the case. So with mine, the internal investigation, I can't get document. I can't get a lot of documentation because it's a current in process. It's an in process investigation. Right. However, once it's done, I can get everything, including his all of his written testimony, all of his like recorded statements. I can get all of that. I just can't get it. I have redacted versions of certain aspects of it. So that goes by state. Now, the FOIA, sure. FOIA requests, are, they hold up on anything unless there is a statute in the state that exempts it. So when yeah, I read it. Which Virginia has. Yeah. I So I read it. And, and what I saw. So and again, correct me. But here's what it says. It says. Um, fuck. The thing okay. that I read so basically. Section three. It said, yeah, it said that basically. um if it's in, yeah, for use in litigation for an inactive administrative investigation concerning a matter that is properly the subject of a closed meeting. So that to me, it says, I mean, I guess to me, the key statement is in an active investigation. Once it's inactive, it seems like you should be able to get that. Is that not, am I missing, is that, am I like misreading that? No, that's, that's a perfectly reasonable interpretation. That's exactly what I had. Okay, so you, you, we just lost him again. But so you believe too that he should be, if there's an internal investigation done, he should be able to get all of the information after I, it's completed. Um, unless if um, uh, if there wasn't anything even done, like they just look as like you know nothing went wrong here, because IA is not one of those places that's not, that's just gonna be like refuse to do an investigation if there was nothing, if there was something there, it's like they're gonna do something. They'll probably be like, yeah, yeah. nothing happens. <laughs> The type of investigation is a personnel matter, and all information included cannot be released to you. Once the investigation is completed by Sergeant Teagle, his supervisor, uh, it will be reviewed and endorsed by the area commander. The investigation will then be reviewed and endorsed by the division captain and forwarded to the Office of Internal Affairs. You will be notified of the completion of the investigation once it arrives at the Office of Internal Affairs. He, the, my question was, I can't get anything else, and that was his response. It's it, it's it, yeah. I mean, like in my reading, you should be able to get it after it's done. All the results. I don't know how much they would. I don't know how much documentation they create. I mean, I guess the argument would be is that the less documentation they create, the less you'd get. And I guess they could purposely recreate less of it. I mean, I don't. 
Go, go well, ahead, Jeremy. Um, no, I was basically pretty much going to say just that. I mean, because it's like um, whenever an investigation is ongoing, they want to try to keep everything um, uh, um, yeah. as in-house as possible and avoid any um, uh, sort of press leaks. So it's perfectly reasonable, in my view, to, um, uh, to not give you anything until everything has been completed. They're yeah. saying ever have to get anything do you have a written statement from your supervisor saying that this person called them like this and so I, I went so it was he called investigations who contacted my leadership who then went to my supervisor i went to them twice just to, i was like i want to confirm like if i if i need to do this he said well i mean if it comes to it when you get the phone records or whatever but yeah he did and he lied about that in court so i, I brought up that he as a like a mitigating factor i was saying um that he'd called my employer and he lied and said no i've never called them both of them have said yes. This was the officer that pulled you. He wanted us to get you to use that link. And but, about it. but is he saying that? He, well, is his statement? I didn't. His his statement. I did not physically make the call. And did I he did make not, the call? I did not call anyone from your base. Is what he said. Well, I mean, but also here's the other thing too. There's also a difference between a call and an email. Yeah, he, they said he called. Well, I mean, I'm wondering if getting the phone records. I'm wondering if someone from the office or whatever made a call on his behalf or something. Or maybe he did make the call, but he made it from a phone that is used by multiple people in the same office or something, so it's not provable. I'm just trying to think, of how are you going to prove that statement? Because that, to me, feels like he's harassing you, is that's, what that sounds that's like. Claim. That, that's been the biggest thing about this for me. Also, that it's I, I hate these vague laws that they can just say, okay, we didn't get you for this, so we're just going to throw something at you that's obscure and vague. It seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I, I mean, again, talking to Jeremy... I don't, I guess maybe I should ask, just before we keep going, what what do you want, you reached out to me, what do you want to happen? Um, mainly the, the law change, I guess, or, or like just a change in the, I guess recently the West Virginia ruled that they can't keep that information from people getting it. If what they're telling me is correct, you can't get anything about an investigation, so I'd like that to change. So predominantly the internal affairs stuff like that and and the reckless driving so in virginia improper driving police officers can't give it like they're not allowed to give out a charge of improper driving they if they're giving anything about like an erratic driving in, in any sense it's a misdemeanor charge which blows my mind so you're facing a year in jail for touching a line now a, a, a judge can reduce it to improper driving but police officers can't even give that charge if they want to give anybody, somebody, anything for swerving a little bit, it's a misdemeanor. Well, I mean, um, but the other thing, though, that we also have, and I'm not trying to jump ahead here, but we also have to take everything into context as well. Yeah. I mean, because anytime that, um, uh, like, hypothetically, I mean, it's like, let's say someone um, uh, blows them a point of, um, let's say it's the legal limit for um, uh, DUI is um, uh, right. 0.08, I and know. someone will blow, like, a, you know, 0.05 or something like that. I mean, it's not with... I mean, it's not without the realm, or it's not um, uh, um, outside the realm of possibility that you could just be like, hey, look, you know, there's clearly um, uh, some sort of um, uh, um, of an inebriation here, if that's the proper word. And it, it's at that point where you can kind of understand. But also, the other thing I noticed, um, uh, um, uh, the statute was actually regarding um, uh, um, uh, brakes. Right. Well, reckless re 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 driving. They were saying, I asked for clarification on that. They said there's two parts to it, both fall underneath it. So then improper control and improper brakes, that it doesn't have to be both. 
Yeah, I mean, most of the reckless oh, okay, driving. Yeah. It could be one or the other. Most of the reckless driving I've seen is very broad. I mean, to essentially encompass anything that they they want, um, unless specifically stated, you know, something else. And, and so he could pull. He could decide. I. I lost hey, we him lost him again. Lost. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like that IA stuff can't be hidden entirely. I, I mean, do. it's. I mean, I understand why they want to keep it hush-hush until after the investigation is completed. Yeah. I mean, now, of course, they always have the option to release it. They just don't have to. And I think that's a good way to approach things. Because um, there's some things that you just want to make sure that, um, uh, to avoid any um, uh, um, preconceived notions or whatever, um, that things should be withheld until everything's been um, uh, finalized. Sh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. But just the fact that they would do an investigation and that they would just hide it forever and it would never be visible, like, as a result, yeah. that seems un un unreal. Like well, that... And the statute doesn't allow for that either. Yeah, I don't I don't see that either. I, I, Matt, I, I don't think that... I think that that is a misreading of it, and I think that you should clarify that by talking. Yeah. You should email them and say, hey, let no, me yeah. confirm... No, I would, and I would mark you. So you have them saying, like, yeah, according to this, I, you will never see a result. Yeah, that's why he said that we've complied with all you've asked because he kept dancing around confirming that. And I said, look, uh, sir, just to follow up on my question and confirm that I understand correctly, the only information I will receive regarding the investigation is notifi notification that the investigation has been completed. Correct, and then. I guess I interpret that as them saying, we are going to tell you when it's done, but unless you do more work, we're not going to tell you anything more than that. Yeah, which all you have to do is just file a FOIA request. Yeah, so then you would then fire a second FOIA request and say, give me everything you have regarding this internal investigation, everything. He's, he has specifically said, I do not get that. And not, no, no, no. But, but is he saying that he's not going to give it to you at the end? Because I believe that they're not right. going to give it to you at the end. I think you're going to have to make them. You have the right to that information. They're saying you do not have the right to that information once it's complete. Yep. Hmm. That that that, that won't that won't yep. stand them out. Court Internal affairs. A written response indicating the complete investigation will be sent to your records. The transcript of your interview and the final disposition. So the final disposition being what came of it of the case will not be released because of a personnel matter. I hope I've answered your question. Huh. Yeah, that seems that seems like a misreading. Look, look, I'm, I want to nail you down on this. This is what you're saying. And yeah, so my plan, if, if I do represent myself in the uh, in the appeal, is just go. Did I break a law? Okay, now it's it's judgment that. Uh, so, so there wasn't a specific violation. Like a, like a, there wasn't a, a law that I violated. So we're going off of your judgment. You're judging that I was unsafe, and then just start attacking its judgment with shit like that. Like. You call, obviously, you knew you did something wrong because you're calling to make sure that I use the investigation process that you can kill. I I think um, so. I think that you are probably OK. So I'm glad you didn't say that you didn't want a hundred fifty dollar ticket that you got for the improper driving. I don't think there's a way you can get out of that. I think yeah. you have no. That's, okay. That's OK, cool. That's um, so that's done. I think that maybe you have more and, and, oh, I should probably clarify this. None of us are lawyers, by the way, with the, right. you should, you should keep talking to lawyers and you should literally ignore everything I say because yeah, I'm not a fucking legal just, expert. Just okay. Just in the intro. Yeah. I, yeah, I should, I'm going to go back and, and right. re-add that. But like, so everyone was saying, when I talked to these attorneys, like you need an attorney, you need an attorney. But then I found out, so they have, it's called, what is it? No law appeal? No law? So it's like you get a redo if, if you don't like if, if if I would have been convicted of reckless driving, 
then I can hire an attorney and, and use them for the appeal. I, I figured, well, I'll just go in and see if they drop it with me, I'm done. If sure. Hire an attorney for the appeal. You have a read it, you know? I, I guess yeah. that's not, go ahead, Jeremy. Um, that's one thing. It's like any traffic situation. You, if you're, if you're wanting to, I'm like any sort of, I'm a legal, I'm a reprieve, shall we say, never going on your own, like always get an attorney because you'll, because, because the traffic attorney will know the judge and be like, Hey, look, you know, this is ridiculous or yeah. et cetera. Yeah. I, I feel like that's, I feel like that's the downside, right? And when you're representing yourself, I agree. I think you can kind of use some common sense and you can probably like interpret the laws and say, Hey, I definitely wasn't reckless driving. This doesn't seem right. But when you're getting into stuff where it's like, look, this guy is harassing me. It seems like this guy is trying to hide what he did. And he's trying to hide aspects of this investigation. And he's trying to actually come after me as retribution for complaining about him. I think you get into a realm where it's going to be harder for you as an individual to be able to interpret and find the specific statutes and laws to put in front of a judge to say, this is, this is where it is. So, um, Okay. So, so that, like, is a civil suit the only other option? Well, so let me, so here, so the three claims I think that you have that I think that we need to kind of dig in, like, we need to probably confirm what specifics you have. You said that you caught him lying under oath. What, yeah. what specific evidence do you have that can prove that? Um, so he, he said that he never, well, I guess none. If it's because so it's not a court of record, the Virginia District Court. So there's no there's no record of what he said. And so I I... fucking lost him. So he's not going to be able to have. So he's not going to be able to prove that he lied. Maybe unless it's specifically in. Well, I mean, but if there was any sort of a trial setting, there would have had to have been a court reporter there. Well, let's, we'll, uh, we'll, um, we'll ask him when he get when he gets back. I'm done with Fias. <laughs> Did they, uh, Jeremy? Jeremy, want to know? Do you have a? Was there a court reporter there at all? No. Yeah, that's what I said. In Virginia District Court is not a court of record. Is my understanding? Like, there's nothing. I've called to get a transcript. They got nothing. So they it's just his word. They just said sorry. Um, and I asked about the uh, in circuit court. If I wanted a circuit, I talked to an attorney today. Said if I wanted to have that recorded, I'd have to hire. A, a recorder to come with me wow yeah i wonder and if that, they let you use a digital voice recorder or something in the in the actual phones at the beginning I don't, I don't know yeah i guess you could i mean if it's a dedicated device i'm wondering if that would be sufficient yeah. like maybe they have some sort of legal reason to, to not allow a phone or whatever i could check with the clerk i guess before um you also but made a go ahead you also made a pretty uh another claim that he was caught tampering with the evidence that was the audio so that I was under the Okay, got there. you. Okay. So that's that's the audio. So I think I think you're definitely not gonna be able to I don't think you have anything there that you're gonna be able to really pull down. Um right. the harassing you seems pretty locked in to me, okay. assuming that you can prove that at least or assuming that you can get statements that, that these specific people said that he called, you know, written statements or something. Right. Um Well the ones that I have on video. So it, 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 he said that I blew a point zero five five. It has me reading it out loud, um, at, right after blowing. So that there is video of that. Wait, there, what you said? Well, I mean, hold on, but this is actually an important distinction right here. Um, you, um, 
the um, field sobriety test, um, in a lot of cases, the breathalyzer is used um, by younger officers to confirm their results. But you can actually be arrested um, uh, for DUI without even being given a breathalyzer test. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If they deem that you're unsafe to drive. Yeah. They can they can take you in for DUI. How do they prove it? Well, I mean, simple. I mean, because um, cops, I mean, a good chunk of um, a traffic school is actually um, done on the field sobriety test. Okay. And the, the biggest um, way to tell if somebody's been drinking or not is whenever they shine the flashlight um, in your eyes and how your pupils react, that tells them right away whether you've been drinking or not. Yeah. And if they're and if a more experienced officer is kind of on the edge of whether you're over the limit or not, in a lot of cases it'll just take you in, but in other cases, um, uh, he'll give you a breath test and um, uh, yeah, um, that 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 would detect um or that would determine um uh, further um uh, further citations. But but that was, that was another thing I forgot to bring up when right before giving the test because I'd ask, could we have another officer come here? Please? I feel like you're better results for the circumstances. Refused a bunch of times, finally did. Right before I took the breath test, I said, he, had, he had finally called another officer. We're in his car. I said, sir, could we wait for the other officer to get here before doing this? I said, nope, almost done here. And so he says, you have the right to take this test. You have the right to refuse this test. You have the right to know the results. These results will not be used against you in any prosecution. And then he just, without being prompted, said that I blew a .055, which I didn't blow. So he used it in court after saying he wouldn't be using it. That's an issue as well. Huh? What? So he, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm very lost by this. So he said, I want to use a breath leather. Um, You, again, requested a delay. Then yeah. he shoved it in your mouth? So the, then he said, uh, nope, not going to do that. Went through with the uh, things. And he said, are, are you going to take the test? Okay, sure. All right. But he said, these results are for you and for you alone. They hmm. will not be used against you in any prosecution. Do you have this on record? Like, do you have audio yeah. of this? Yeah, uh, the whole video. Yeah, that, that audio is there. So, hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. I Have you looked up the actual statute of that, of, of, of breathalyzer use in... in what, like what the right should have been? Of the yeah, I mean, I'm just... I'm just um, I, I haven't. My guess is that he would be allowed to fuck up and, like, basically incorrectly it it, it seems stupid he shouldn't but if he did um i would just be curious whether or not i mean so he specifically said will not be used against you do you want to take the test okay go right i mean but but the thing though is that breath i'm in virginia breathalyzers are admissible in court so oh really yeah they're not in most states but in virginia they are but like if, if he can say like what's the point in telling you your rights if you can just say the wrong thing and you know what i mean like yeah that is i guess well, i mean it, it, it's really a gray area and i'm uh i'm in police work because in a lot of cases like in interrogations and whatnot um they'll lie to a potential suspect to try to get him to fess up to something sure as far as i know it's kind of frowned upon it well not frowned upon but it's unethical but i'm as far as i know it's legal right the question yeah. right the question is is it legal because um uh, again like an officer could tell you they could say um like you, you could say, they could say, what's your name? And then you say, my name is John Doe. And they say, do you have ID? And you say, no. And they say, okay, like, well, uh, I, I just ran it. And a John Doe just came back and they got a, they got three felonies in our state. So I'm going to arrest you, right? To try and, to try and elicit, yeah. you know, it, like you said, it's unethical, but it's not necessarily um, illegal. Well, if nothing else, then it would go to my defense when I'm saying, so yeah, there wasn't a specific violation that you could point to. It's not against the law to such a line. I wasn't speeding. Okay, now we're going by your judgment. Like, you have to make the decision, was this unsafe? 
now I'm attacking your judgment. And then that at the very least would be used there. I think where you could use it, I think you could use it in a, in a formal complaint and say, Hey, this guy told me my rights incorrectly, Here it is. which I have. Can y'all hear it? This is a preliminary breath test. You are over the age of 21, correct? Yeah. You know what the legal drinking limit is for you? Section, I'm a section one of that. I'm a, the statute actually says a personal information. I'm a, 
Um, simple. I'm a prior potential prior bad acts. I'm a isn't allowed to be. I'm a just isn't required to be disclosed in uh, Virginia. <laughs> oh my fucking Christ, dude! Are you shitting me? Dude, in Virginia, what do you expect? Oh my God! Oh, the South is so backwards in so many yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! All right. Well, I didn't expect that. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, so you you're don't welcome. get to know if he's ever done it before. So you're asking about goals, like. This is a big deal as far as my job. So I have, I work in intelligence. I have to have a top secret security clearance, TSSCI, to continue doing my job. This is now. Fucking lost him. I can't believe that, dude. You can't fucking, you can't figure out if there's like a record, a pattern of process and complaints on it. Like who, who has the right to that then? Like. It's, it's internal. Jesus fucking Christ. Um. Sorry, so you were talking about your about your uh, the the standard the the certification you have to have. Yeah, I have to have a TSSCI to continue doing my job. It's a my initial worry is hope that like this is gonna fuck me. Like what? I could lose my career about the, for this for 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 the ticket or for following up with the in, with the for complaint? the t- for misdemeanor charge. Like well the but the thing they gave you the improper lane change that's not a misdemeanor right? That's just a citation. Right. Right. Okay. But, so, so when I was in high school, I got a uh, an erroneous uh, minor possession of alcohol ticket. Like I was at a party, there's alcohol. They ended up writing them. They ended up saying you shouldn't have gotten this. I had to have like I, I had my SF86 went through all that process. They asked all the questions, and one of the questions is, "Have you ever had an alcohol related charge?" I put no. This was a, like it ten years ago, close to ten years ago. Uh, they dropped it, so they never should have written it. After filling it out, like two months later, an, an investigator from the FBI comes, wants to meet. He's just going through the questions. Hey, I just want to run through your answers. Like question six and question of like 20 questions was, have you ever had an alcohol related charge? And now finishes up and he gives his briefcase and said, I need you to explain this. The, the, the charge that was dropped, they, never, they said never should have been written. Sure. So this comes up in every job interview from now on. Like, I'm, I'm gonna- well. Every job interview in the military, you mean, in what you're doing yeah, now? Like a three letter, like everyone from from my field, you go to the FBI, CIA, something like a, a, a position like that. The, the TSSCI is everything. Okay, so yeah. so they'll you're saying so your concern is that by having the citation, it's going yeah. to come up as something they're going to ask you about. If but, me and another person have the same credentials, sure, I have a criminal misdemeanor charge. This guy doesn't. Right. Well, we've already kind of come to the conclusion that you're probably not going to get out of the citation. But I think yeah. this is well, as low yeah, as you can. Talk about the misdemeanor charge, like the charge. Oh, oh, you think that because they charge it, um, yeah. man. Yeah, I there, mean, I... There, there's some cases where that could come up, but I'm, uh, I mean, on, I mean, so the deal is, it's like philosophy. But I think they should look into him having the power to do that. Yeah, I, I get, I get it, right? It's like well, this. But the issue, though, is that um, you can be arrested on something, but, um actually having a prosecutor pursuing that there there is a different standard there so i mean what we're talking about right here is i'm a is an, an officer i'm a wrote a citation and then took it to the prosecutor because everything ultimately goes to a prosecutor in this case traffic prosecutor and they're like oh yeah i guess you have probable cause for this charge and then decided to go ahead and pursue that yeah Ooh. and you i mean we're also looking at like the pragmatics right i get yeah. that i i totally get your concern right from a pragmatic standpoint where yeah. it's like he ought to have in a philosophical like this this shouldn't matter because although he had 
he wrote whatever, right? He can write anything on a fucking ticket and say you're guilty. It's my mind, yeah. right? But 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 it's but it's up to a, a court of law to prove you guilty, which you went into that court of law, and that court of law said, you know what? Actually, you're not guilty of that. You're guilty of this thing, and then you know whatever, like which is a citation. But there's so there's an automatic cost there. Like, doesn't that get into unreasonable seizure? Like, everyone I talk to that does anything about law, it's like you need to hire an attorney. So he has the ability to just say, fuck it. You're, you're going to have to pay someone 800 to to $1,000. Yeah, no, no. Well, here, here we're getting into, but again, you're we're getting to... into a philosophy at this point, right? I, well, I'm actually, with you. I'm going to jump in real quick, sorry. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, really, the only thing that I guess you could really go on is that you weren't advised of your rights um, to an attorney, which I don't see why you wouldn't in this case, considering that Reckless carries a, up to a 365-day um, day term. Yeah. So that's really the only thing that I'm seeing that you might even be able to have prove that, on for appeal on. How would he possibly prove that? Prove what? I mean, well, I mean, that's really um, a kind of a thing where it's like, I see it, but it's almost he said, she said. But if you're, but if you're able to um, uh, get like an appellate public defender, they're much better than the ones at the um, uh, trial court level. Can he get um, a public defender on appeal? Like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you have to prove that you're indigent? Is that how no, 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 no. Sorry. You should get it. You should you should still be able to get a public defender regardless for this, even even after everything. Even though you've well, already, at least I think so. I mean, granted, I'm also going off the VMA different system, but yeah. I don't see so why you would. You you should investigate okay. that. You should investigate. I should, I should have brought this up. My my parents have money. They wrote a check and it's a brush it under the rug. Sure. Get the attorney, brush it under the rug. I said, no, he's gonna keep fucking doing this to other people i'm not just that's why it keeps happening it's because people say oh, okay brush it on the road yeah i i mean again this is this is a philosophical what ought to be to what exists i i'm with you right like this is fucked right that this guy can just harass people like this and he can just write a ticket like this and kind of like mis misinform you or just kind of like i'm with you the problem is is yeah. your pragmatic things where you as a person and again my lawyer that i talked to about all my shit when when I decided every, at every step he was like, look, if you're not comfortable, everything if you give them your memory card with your video on it and it shows you going 100 miles an hour, yeah, they can't legally like they're gonna tell you that they're not gonna charge you for it anymore. But other people can go find that shit and maybe an employer might find it and say you're a piece of shit and we're not gonna hire you. Right? That's a that's a possibility at every step of the way, and you have to decide at what point your level of risk that you are uncomfortable with. And you are unfortunately in a more restrictive place than I was because you- I'm it, kind of good now. Like, so the, in the appellate case, the highest I can get now is improper driving. Like it can't go back up to the sure. misdemeanor. So but, but like you're saying, your concern is that, your concern is that he charged you with anything at all. Yeah, and yeah. and, and mean, that this has somehow come back to you in, in, in another yeah, position. You're right, you're right. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me a lot of, of uh, Gideon. Um, um, let me let me remember what the case is. Gideon v. Wainwright, because it, it just, I mean, because you did you didn't um uh, you didn't have you didn't realize that you had a right to counsel. I mean, it's like because here's what here's exactly what will happen. Assuming um uh, you get an appeal, what will happen is um it'll be it'll probably end up being remanded. You'll get a new um uh, get a new try on reckless on probably on the reckless um uh, citation and then if you have counsel i don't see how i'm uh um frankly i really don't just don't see how i'm uh um uh 
how how it wouldn't be dismissed. Really? Yeah, because I mean, it's like honestly, most honestly, most but a fair portion of appellate cases end up being remanded. Really? How, but yeah. so what? What? What specifically does he have to do to go that route? He just had like, how is he gonna? Hon- honestly, I'm not sure. Sure. Yeah. This you. So honestly, I, I know we've said this ten thousand times, but if you really do plan on appealing, you need to get an attorney. This for is that. Like, no this is about. yeah, Matt. This is pretty complex, man. Like you have a lot of complexities in this that I didn't have, and you don't have as many. I think like the things that you have that you can kind of stand on that are very objective and firm. Like I had a video that showed the entire thing. It was very objective. There's crazy. right. There's no sub, but that but that's what I mean is there's no subjective anything. In it. Right. And I'm still, he, the guy's still basically just getting off. You have a lot more, I think, um, nuance and yeah. complexity. Yeah. So I, I think that, um, you know, if, if you can afford an attorney to look at, to, to, with, again, I might try to narrow it down to the specifics of this is what I would like to have. I, I'd like to get this entirely dismissed because I'm very concerned. And I think there was some improper, I- impropriety by the officer that gives me grounds to get this dismissed and to prove that he's yeah. like a shitty, a shitter. Um, that's probably, that's probably the best choice for you. And, and, and again, like I would probably go out and ask about a public defender as well, because you can have, yeah, I mean, you can look into that and at least talk to one of them, um, and get that figured out without spending money. Um, man. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's basically what I wanted. I mean, I just wanted to see that you've been through a similar situation. I just wanted to get your, your take on it and what any advice you'd have as far as, how you thought I should go about it. That, it that's what I was looking for. It sucks. Cause he's a, he's a shitter. Yeah. Right. And I'm totally like with you that, that, that he's um being a real piece of shit and he can incur this cost to you. And that's why it's not fair. Right. Because the other thing is that like, let's say you're, let's say you could totally prove that he fucking, he lied to you and he was targeting you. Like, let's say you can prove all of that. You still have to go against the uh, police union that he's a yep. part of. And like, you're nowhere near as powerful as that is that. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Um, um, yeah, one other thing that I found really interesting. Um, uh, hold on, let me actually give, give me a minute to um, uh, to rewatch and then I'll give you an answer. Yeah. Sorry. So, okay. So yeah, your next steps, like I said, I would recommend call contacting whatever the office is that handles the, the defense, um, and asking them about, about getting a, a, a public defender to discuss with to, um, I think I think especially if you're concerned about it affecting your job, um, in, in a in a future way. I mean that's the hard part, right? Is seven hundred fifty thousand dollars doesn't guarantee shit, right? Right? Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah. They well, might I, not be I, able to do anything. Yeah, and the one thing that really finds me interesting, if that really interests me, is that Emma, he waited up um eighty seconds before lighting you up, and so that's actually kind of an interesting um time frame. Or that's actually the considerable. The majority, like the whole time, the majority of the time is behind me. Like. Yeah, he probably fuck. We lost him again. He probably, the officer probably wasn't paying attention. Like he was just literally just like chatting with his wife. Like he was like, "Sup, baby? How's it going?" Like, "Yeah, girl, tell me about that." Mm, I bet you look good and that whatever you know. And then he's and then the officer's like, "Oh shit, this guy fucking keeps fucking up." Oh man, this guy gets uh, to rock yeah, hard. It really wouldn't. Um, uh, it really wouldn't surprise me if he was. Um, uh, um, if he actually noticed it, but just like didn't even. See like see anything at first i was like oh you know because mistakes happen you know it's like it's late at night yeah yeah but then uh, but then i'm like because what i noticed i'm uh, was a thing that really i'm a uh, um was that you're basically i'm a uh, writing and it actually looked like you may have even crossed the um uh, the double yellow right, right before he let you up so i think that might have been the thing and i i'm a uh, 
See, but he never said that. Like his his entire statement the entire time was touch the lines. Sure. Yeah, well, maybe he knows he has dash cam though, and that his dash cam is going to easily back up whatever he's doing without him yeah. having to write specifics. And the thing is, he only needs probable cause, and that's yeah. how probable cause for me. Yeah, I mean, if I were but, you, I would. I mean, probable cause is different from uh, ability to convict, right? I mean, like that. Oh yeah, it's, it's a hard. I mean, but cause, but the, but the thing that. is that you only need um, a probable cause to um. Uh, to pull over and charge. Yeah, exactly. Probable cause gives him the ability to stop you. That's all it is. It's just a legal right to stop you, which he had. It seems very obvious. Um, the rest of it, like what you were charged with, again, like he's just a law enforcement officer. He is interpreting law and he's saying, I think this is what I'm going to give you. And again, yeah. he's probably the reason. I mean, again, you get into stuff where I'm inferring, but he probably charged you with reckless because he's like, most of these motherfuckers don't even fight it. So I'm just going to get him for the biggest fucking thing I can, right? Because he fucking well, doesn't he give a shit. He can't give him proper. Yeah, because he, he, he doesn't give a shit about you at all. So he's just like, fuck it, reckless driving. Um, and then and then you fought it. And then the judge is like, yeah, I've seen a million of these. Like, this isn't right. Like, I'm just going to give you this thing and you'll go away. Yeah. Um, yeah, just when it jumps into the harassing and him contacting your employer, like... That's the biggest thing. That seems just crazy to me that he would do that. Like, I feel like that's not... Like, how could he do that? Like, I don't... That's what I don't understand. And I, I would need... I would... That's what I would talk to an attorney about. I would find an attorney that understands um, what... I, I don't understand how a police officer can can contact you and reach out in that way. Like, that is so weird. How could that happen? Yeah. Like, um, take the military aspect out of it, like... You call my employer. Like, yeah, exactly. Like any job. Austin said, "Hey, he's trying to get the video. Uh, make sure he does this." Are you kidding? Yeah, that just seems that's what blows me away. That seems completely fucked. But yeah. you you need somebody who understands it because again, you might tell a lawyer that, and the lawyer says, "Oh yeah, he does that all the time, and we can't do shit about it because we can never prove it because we need this X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah. We need phone records, and we need your boss's phone records, and in the end, you know." I mean, that, that's that's probably, that's why a lawyer is helpful is because they're going to save you a lot of time and effort because they're, even if they don't do that, they're going to tell you, yeah, you're you're wasting your fucking effort going this uh, route. Actually, no, I, yeah. think, I think it was just on the phone with your boss when he pulled you over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy looked at him up. Probably. May as well be. May as well be. All right. My, uh, my DO is a former officer and he's, he was like chewing me out at the beginning before seeing the video. It's like you just think all oh, cops are fascist and and cops aren't out there to screw you over. And then ten seconds later said, "Well, you should have you should have done everything you said in the field sobriety test because he could have taken you to downtown if you wanted to." Wait, you just said they're not here to screw me over, but then you're saying he could have screwed me over, so I should have just done everything he said. <laughs> you realize what you're saying? Yeah, that's the, that's the other hard part to deal with is that there's a lot of people who um, just kind of there's there's that implicit trust of law enforcement where it's just kind of like the idea that somebody would do a uh, a thing that is kind of amoral like that um, is just unbelievable that we would have it to go out there. Doing it. One time it's infuriating. Well, and it just takes it happened once to you and then you realize, oh, these are just human beings like everybody else. And there's yep. some shitty ones out there and especially in smaller places where they don't have and the less oversight, like in, in your case, again, like where you can't fucking get a record of what the fuck they were doing. You can't figure out how many complaints are against them. Like what the, of course that's going to breed a, a, a something where this guy can just get away with whatever the fuck he wants. Like that's just reality. Um, that would be, I think the most impactful thing that I would like to change. You, you could also contact your local ACLU, which is what I did in my case. I said, I think that this is happening. I, uh, the unfortunate reality is that they only take a handful of cases and they only have so many resources. So they'll probably just say, hey, these are this is where we would recommend you go for resources. So, I, I mean, you could do it if you're looking for anything. But um, yeah, like Jeremy said, man, and like we've been telling you, 
talk to a lawyer, bring up the harassment. I think that's your best. That's your best bet. Um, in my opinion, uh, everything else, I think you're not, you're not gonna be able to, probably, you're, I don't know if you're gonna be able to get out the $150 ticket. That seems unlikely. Um, well, I mean, it's possible in remand. Yeah. It's not likely, but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. again, I, I appreciate it. I just wanted to get like, you'd been through something relatively similar and I was just lost him. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> um all right matt any anything else man anything else you wanted to ask or talk yeah, about I, I appreciate your perspective that, that's what i was looking for yeah the help. fight the power uh Hello. get a lawyer and don't fucking sue me if i gave you bad advice because i fucking <laughs> i don't have any money okay no, uh, i mean no, i do I but don't wait, don't i'm not wait, gonna wait what's money <laughs> <laughs> i live in the fucking sticks man i'm, I'm, I'm a sovereign citizen uh, <laughs> uh shit i'll have a good one man I'm all right sure. yeah let me know what comes of it after you're all your shit we'll email it, me absolutely all right Thanks, take man. it easy later, later. <laughs> oh shit man oh i mean it's like oh man <laughs> that fucking sucks dude that that fucking cop would call his would call his fucking uh boss and be like hey tell him to fucking not go to the right stop stop looking up your fucking rights and shit i mean that that's like that's so out like man that's it's really fucking bad man that that uh i gotta go down dude i got a standing desk i gotta go down (laughs) taking the elevator taking the elevator (laughs) 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 am i freaking out what is happening yeah, because I was like, it's funny because I just immediately checked like all my tabs and be like, all right, let's see which um uh, which tab has um music or something going. What are you, what are your thoughts? What what do you think about his situation now? Because you were you were really um you were really skeptical of him right at the beginning. I mean, like when I'm still I, kind of, I'm still kind of skeptical. I mean, you think yeah, it's I mean, not you think it's real, right? You don't think he's making this shit up, right? Oh, I mean, obviously, I mean, most of it's real, but I mean, it's like just. The, the thing that's really interesting to me is like calling his boss and whatnot. I mean, it's like, I just can't see the cop himself doing that. It's like his sergeant maybe being like, hey, look, man, you know, or someone. But it's like, because the thing is, it's like, why would he have been calling the um, uh, this, the trooper in the first place? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, because I don't know. Unless if for some reason he was in charge of communications and it was his job to call the other guy's boss. Or something. I have no idea. Wait, wh- why would why would the um why would Matt call the trooper or? Yeah, I mean, it's like because if, if anything, if he, if he was requesting evidence, he wouldn't be calling him. He'd be calling somebody else. Well, what I I guess what I got of is that he was contacting, he did a FOIA request, and then he also contacted like the district attorney's office. That's what I gathered. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and so I mean, it's like I don't see, unless if he was like absolutely like, just like on him like constantly like like you know like once or twice an hour it's like yeah well i mean who the who gives a fuck you're a fucking government employee like what the fuck you're gonna reach out to my employer if well i mean but the thing though is that both both employers are actually government employees and there's actually um really you actually could have been hit with a a military court martial i wonder i wonder if that's how they why i wonder if that's why they did it is because they saw he was military and they said and and like you said like they're both government so it's like it gives them more power like they can kind of directly reach out or they felt the ability to directly reach out well and also because the other thing is that i'm uh, government employees are technically public figures so yeah well legally public figures i should say man if 
If that guy called my fucking job, I would I would fucking just rip shit into him, man. Um, yeah. uh, it's tell you what, this is almost as crazy what is what happened I'm, uh, over in Seattle. <laughs> almost crazy as a guy kept putting a gun on you. Um, it's <laughs> really? too bad, man. That guy. Well, that's why he didn't. The guy had a dash cam. That's why he didn't. That's why he didn't pull a gun on him. Yeah, I know. Um, but but I mean, honestly, it's like that. Just I mean, it's like because what happened what happened um, to you is just like so out of the ordinary it's like but i mean it's like honestly it's like if i was i'm a that cop not um over in a or over in virginia i mean i probably would have made the poll over just because it's like oh, it was late at, yeah it's, it's like it was late at night you know he's totally reasonable the line 100 percent. yeah i don't think i would have like unless if it, unless if he was, his reactions were like really minimal like, giving him a fucking I, reckless driving ticket for that yeah I mean, are you shitting me well I, I mean the thing though i mean it's like i can kind of understand where the guy's coming from because i mean i'm a supporter of i'm uh, lowering the i'm a uh, little drinking limit to 0.02 really so like, yeah okay, what i mean d- uh, does uh do you i mean i don't know maybe this is like my ignorance but like do you point do you actually blow like a 0.00 if you haven't had anything to drink or can you blow like a 0.1 like or 0.01 or whatever i mean yeah you can blow 0.01 i mean it's like in generally like there's really no intoxication at that point but for some people it's like a 0.02 um you actually do start feeling the effects yeah we have like a 0.4 or whatever i mean like either way i mean well below the legal limit like half yeah. half the legal limit i mean yeah. it's like I, I mean i don't know i don't know i'd have to get a breathalyzer to confirm what like yeah. my but own... also the other thing though too is that he may have cited the guy for um a reckless with the assumption that the prosecutor would wouldn't be willing to pursue it Unless, unless if I'm a traffic court, it's that much different. But I mean, it's like, let's say I'm a criminal charge, so I mean, the prosecutor obviously was involved. Yeah. That just seems... I, I just am very surprised that he even cited him. Like, I get I get pulling him over. To me, what, what should have happened was he pulls him over, he makes him do the sobriety test, he actually tells him this is admissible in court instead of lying to him, and yeah, then... That... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that, but that's some uh, subject for a different day. That's some bullshit right there. But yeah, I yeah. get it. Um, and then you, and then he 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 blows less, and he says, "Hey, man, like, are where are you? What's why were you swerving?" He says, "Oh, I just can't. I'm trying to figure out where to go." Great. I live around here. Can I help you get there? Where are you trying yeah. to go? Let's figure it out so you're driving safely. Like that to me seems like a reasonable thing. For an officer to do not fucking yeah. drop a fucking potentially thousand dollar ticket a fucking misdemeanor that can get him in trouble with his job that seems absolutely crazy to me yeah i mean like you know i mean if he smelled alcohol in his breath that's one thing and that's actually really understandable um but it's like i don't know i mean reckless it's like if anything i'd hit him with improper lane usage yeah well he said he said that they can't give that out i mean and i don't know i guess i didn't verify that um and maybe he can't give that specific one but maybe can you give him something else, I guess? I mean, like, I don't know. It seems, like I said, I wouldn't have cited him for anything. I just think that that's, again, like, not, he wasn't so unsafe. He's just, I, I think, I guess I buy his story, but. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I, I probably, if I was a cop, I probably would have hit him with, um, uh, um, I probably would have hit him with improper lane usage. Yeah. That seems fine. Or improper yeah. lane change. I mean, I, or something. I don't know. Fucking. I mean, it's like, cause i mean it's like the guy you know i mean he had he had something you know he had something to drink you know nothing wrong with that but the fact that he um uh um that he there there appeared to be um some sort of um uh some sort of at least need um uh i'm trying to think of the words late ish 
um, not incapacitation. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, you it, know what I'm to say. yeah, 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 inebriation. Yeah, that's the word. I was sure. Of. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that most people in the O4 range are probably very functional. Like, that's not going to lead you to that. Might well. He probably shouldn't have been fucking with his phone, right? He probably shouldn't have been looking at maps. Like, that was probably what he was doing. I mean, these yeah. are all reasonable things, right? We all do this stuff. And he fucked up. And there was a car behind him while he was doing it, which he, maybe he didn't notice, like, yeah, which he should thing, have noticed. The thing that strikes me, though, is just how long it was actually happening. Yeah. I could, that guy followed him for a while, like. Yeah, I mean, it's like, because I got a feeling that the cop was, he might have been thinking, you know, because, like, it's from the, um, the appearance of it, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere, and the guy's probably like, you know, he might just be looking at the maps, but then, like, because, hold on, I'm just going to watch you the video real quick. I'm, uh, um, yeah, let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it again here just to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so he turns into the oh, same Jesus. road as, um, uh, is, is our guy. It's six and a half, about six and a half seconds in. And then the first time that he touches the lane is, um, uh, in, in the audio, you can hear him actually say it. I think he touches it here. So he makes this slow turn. Yeah, he, and he just kind right of in eighteen seconds. Just kind of taps it, and then he taps it again, though, and that one's like bigger, right? Yeah, like that, like that swerve right there from uh, nineteen to twenty-one seconds. That's actually, um, that was a wheel jerk right there. I would be, then, yeah, I would be a little concerned. Like, I, I, yeah, if it, I saw that and I was just riding behind him, I would say, uh, I should give this guy some space. This seems pretty weird. Yeah, yeah, and then also it's like then he drags on the line for about um, uh, for about three seconds, and then he goes over. It looks like he hits the that double sudden yellow. break. That sudden break there, just as he's starting a, a turn. Yeah, I like I said, I totally understand why this guy got stopped. This seems very reasonable. Yeah, because honestly, at this point, I, I probably would have. I probably would have lit him up, but he, this cop let him go for about him forty five more seconds. Or, yeah, I'm bad at math. <laughs> and then, and then it's. I think it's when he touches the yellow. That's when uh, he touches the yellow on this turn. Yeah, and then also that sudden break in the middle of a turn, that's kind of like... Yeah. He yeah. Was, he, I, I agree. I think he was probably fucking around or doing something. Um, yeah. He, he was using his phone or something, which he shouldn't have been doing. But again, like, that's not reckless. That's just, you fucking fucked up. That's like something literally like millions of people are yeah. doing all the time constantly. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm almost kind of curious what this guy's shift was like. Because it, it's possible he was on a bad shift and this guy just caught the, the, the brunt of it. Sure. I mean, he was cognizant enough to record it. He was cognizant enough to like ask questions, you know. Yeah, like, then, yeah. Because then, sorry, not trying to cut you off, but at one fifteen, I'm uh, his uh, wheels start co completely covering the right side of the double yellow. Yeah, and then and then he touches the second, and that's and as soon as that happens, then the cop lights him up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, totally reasonable. Um, I just like I like I said, I just the thing I just hate is the idea that he's that that the cop is the cop himself is contacting his employer to say, hey. Don't fucking don't fucking ask questions. You're you're doing it wrong. Like that is so inappropriate. Um, yeah, it's at best the person he emailed should say hi. This isn't the correct department to go at for this. You should go here. We aren't able to do that. And if they are able to do something about it, sounds like he was going up the right fucking chain to me. So like, yeah, it's uh, I have no idea. I mean that that just seems so crazy though. It's like Virginia state law, man. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about him like contact, personally contacting his employer because I just don't see like how that would actually happen. Yeah, 
I mean, I, and 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 to prove that, you would need you would definitely need your commanding officer's sign off, the person who actually took it, right? And how awkward of a conversation of is, is it to go to your commanding officer who's pissed off that they got a phone call? Because again, that officer, I mean, who knows what they think? They probably think that, hey, why is this fucking stupid grunt being a piece of shit and and uh, have this guy calling me? Like they're probably in the officer's court realistically, and yes. and so then you got to get that guy and you got to say, hey. This guy is harassing me. He made an inappropriate action. Can I get you to write down in a statement? Because I'm going to keep going with this and I'm going to go to a lawyer, right? When they were like, hey, fucking drop it. I mean, that's basically what they told him is fucking drop it. Um, how awkward and impossible is that to do in his position? It's like it's like fucking suicide for his, his military career almost. It feels like to me at least. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, it's like he, the thing though is he's not going to get reckless. He'll just get a simple um, uh um improper driving that's it's i mean that's a big fine but it's it's a traffic infraction it's not a um uh it's not a misdemeanor it's not a criminal charge now being charged with something i mean it's like yeah they look at that but i mean the good thing though is that it wasn't a charge of a dui it was a charge of um uh, of reckless and it was lowered down to um uh to driving a vehicle which is not a control that I mean, yeah, that I, I just I, I'm not involved in the clearance process, obviously, but that just doesn't seem like something that'll really have that huge of an impact. No, and I I, I get that it's kind of that weird thing where they he said that the FBI was like, oh, well, you were charged with this, but that seems like a very uncommon thing. Like as he was maybe coming into the agency or whatever. Like if that if you got well, charged with something well, later, I mean, but, but the thing though, the FBI won't handle an Air Force claim. Air Force, um, uh, Air Force uh, clearance. I mean, are you sure? Like, I, I mean, I guess I don't know way, maybe what he was specifically. Because, um... as far as I know, the Air Force handles their own stuff. Hmm. Well, let I me mean, whoever it was, whoever it was, asked him about it, and uh, I mean, I, I mean, that would spook me. I mean, that would spook me too into thinking like, wow, like this can follow me forever, um, when it shouldn't. Yeah, because, well, I mean, actually, it would be DOD, and the FBI is part of DOJ. Hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you're talking about two entirely separate branches, or two entirely separate um, uh, departments of the executive branch. Hmm. Well, somebody asked I mean, me about I'm it. Not, I, yeah, because I think I'm, uh, um, I mean, I'm going to check real quick, but I think I'm, uh, um, Department of State actually has an internal agency that takes care of theirs and fbi takes care of their own stuff and i mean like cia if anyone would be the one who would um uh um uh you know what i'm trying to say yeah CIA would handle dod maybe i don't know i mean i know that i'm uh um clearances are transferable between agencies but I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's kind of just a matter of semantics, though. Yeah, I feel like it could follow him or it could not. It, I feel like it shouldn't, and I feel like it likely will not. Even if he just takes, if he takes a citation now and just walks away, it probably won't. It probably won't affect him other than whatever he gets charged for in money. Yeah. Like realistically, it's not. But I get his concern where it's like you know, there's probably a one percent or two percent chance that maybe it comes up later on because of weird government bullshit that he's trying to do um, that's yeah. very specific to his situation. 
Yeah, so the DSS actually takes care of um, uh, background checks for, for the DOD. DSS? Department yeah, of... D- defense, defense Security Service. Oh. I just can't, I can't believe they're going to say that we can't give you the information after we finish our internal investigation. Sorry, you just don't get any of that. Yeah, I mean, it's well, I mean, honestly, it's like what it was probably an error in interpretation. What probably what the guy probably meant was, um, you just have to file a FOIA request and then it'll be granted. Yeah, that's why he needs. I mean, and, and again, that's why he needs to talk to a lawyer because a lawyer can say, "Hey, that, yeah. that ain't fucking right. Uh, we'll get that fixed up real good." Yeah, I mean, plus it's like FOIA request. I mean, it's like that's like maybe seventy five bucks if you have to go through an attorney because they're so easy to do. Yeah, it's like five minutes and then like run it over to court or fax it in even. Yeah.